0: Hey, who doesn't like a cold beer every now and then? Everyone has their favorites, from ales to stouts, from lager to porters. And we like ours with a crab cake. Today on this crab cake, we're joined by some of the beer gurus, or as we call them, brew you's, from Katzif Brothers. And we're going to talk, you guessed it, beer.
1: I'm missing my picnic table, I'm missing my bench underneath the tent at heroes today and we're back to zoom because uh yeah stupid covid is resurging and but i'm back here with my friends from catsup brothers i've got bill catron lauren hamilton and cassie mabry how are you guys doing today Good thing, man Hi, john thanks
2: for having us again hard we're on zoom this isn't nearly as fun
1: i know i know but you're you're looking i i see lauren is looking very festive in her clydesdale christmas sweater and her uh budweiser uh, ski yeah. hat
2: and my Budweiser Clydesdale ugly sweater hat. I figured I would dress the part today That's that, the holidays. Have that, a little fun with it. Yep.
1: Yeah. And I see Cassie is probably looking like heck because she's not showing her face and she's just got a red C on <laughs> her.
3: You are correct.
1: <laughs> it's has, been
3: a long a, couple of owl. months. She's I don't want anyone to see about me. Mom.
1: And then Bill and I just don't care. Sure. Uh,
2: Bill but. doesn't ever not wear what he's wearing right now,
1: so I Well, I'll tell you, this is obviously not live, but it'll be going out on Friday. But we've got some great news just about 10 minutes ago that County Executive Pittman in Anne Arundel County sort of backed off of his uh, really stringent order to close down interior and exterior dining. And he's going to allow dining outside. But you have to have the uh, at least two sides of whatever tent or covering that you have open to the air. (laughs) So that's a a little bit of a lifeline to the restaurant tours because oh I tell you that was just going to be brutal to shut them down for a month. Awful.
2: it's I mean and it's still hard but any little bit I think helps and maybe when we get on the other side of this very wintry weather that we have right now. Um,
1: it is and yeah. you know my my message to everybody though is if if you possibly can go out and support them with takeout. With uh, you know, carry home if you know, just eat it on the street. I don't care what you do. Buy a gift card if you're able to do that, um, because these guys are really going to need the support over the next month, and that includes uh, you know. I mean, I feel you know, Heroes is such a great partner for us, and I mean, the the military bowl and who's your hero and everything else. You know, just to see a, a small great local business like that be forced to shut down is just absurd. Agreed. But but I am getting there. So what is Well, we mentioned about the military bowl and typically we had a parade and a tailgate and everything else, but what's going to be happening there, Cassie?
3: So the parade is still taking place. However, it will be virtual this year. It will be the day before. So December 27th, and we are working closely with our Clydesdale Hitch team on a very interactive and cool piece for that, that virtual parade. So it'll be about two minutes long and, uh, we can't wait, can't wait to show you. We're leading the parade again,
1: okay? Just and that, virtually, and that's cool. You can go to slash parade and find out how to submit, but you can submit your own video and be part of that parade, correct?
3: You can. I know there are some stipulations on um, how you submit or in what capacity. I know there probably is a small fee. And they're looking for more, you know, local interaction. So businesses and bands and, and all kinds of stuff like that.
1: But go to militarybowl.org slash parade and get all that information. So you can actually be part of the virtual parade too, but this is going to happen on the 27th and you guys did get the, one of the top spots. So you're leading the parade off again this year.
3: We are.
1: Well, I'm excited to see what you guys do. Cause you guys are so creative with uh, how you've been able to, to do that and pivot during everything here. So that's uh I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, let's just get this football season behind us and, uh, move on into 2021.
3: Yes. So we will be choosing our hero, uh, on the 23rd and rewarding, um, a couple of folks who submitted their hero with an awesome ultimate tailgate package at home. You'll be able to tailgate at home with just a couple of your friends. So stay tuned for those, uh, winnings and we've seen a lot of really great stories out there
1: that's very cool and the winner is drawn on the 23rd yes sir that'd be a nice christmas present to get the ultimate bud light tailgate package just before christmas
3: yes i will have to work my magic and get get it where it needs to go
1: a little 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 elf elf cassie bringing it over to your house on christmas eve that's for sure
3: i might dress up for you john or for for the winner (laughs) i might just do that
1: We, one, one can hope, one can hope, that's for sure. But what, what's happening in, in the world of beer? I know this is getting into the, uh, every, everything's dark in the winter. It gets dark at night and my palate goes dark because I don't like dark beers and dark beers are all around. So I imagine they're making a resurgence again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean there's that, a lot of yeah, that. right now. I mean, obviously, you know, we have a lot of triples that come out. Uh, I know with uh, Trogues, they, they come out with the Mad Elf every year. There's a new beer for Victory out called the Merry um, Monkey. And so it's a, it's an iteration off of their Golden Monkey, but they actually add cranberries to it. Um, and it gives it kind of a, you know, that reddish hue. It's, it's pretty nice. But there's a lot of different styles out there. Uh, there's some Winter Saisons. There's some, it's all over the map. There's Dark Stouts. There's everything, John. So we have a Christmas
2: IPA from Goose Island. So we check off the IPA box too.
1: Not too bad. Well, I remember last year, I uh, you guys turned me on to the uh, Sophie Sophie Mimosas. So-
2: oh, Sophie Mimosas! That's right. Mosa's. We did do Sophie Mimosas.
1: <laughs> and uh,
2: oh, how festive! Oh, old times where we could get together and drink
1: beer. I, I know, and 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 you've got to make it up to me when we do a- when we are able to sit down around the table again and and do it as well. What are you suggesting, Lauren, since you're right there on the Zoom that nobody can see because they're only listening to this, but what what are you suggesting for your um, Christmas table or your Hanukkah table or your Kwanzaa table or your New Year's table? Yeah. I guess we're not going to have too much of a New Year's either. <laughs> no,
2: we're not going to have much of a New Year's either. Uh, Stella Midnight Lager would be my number one. That beer is fantastic. It's the holiday beer from Stella Arquaz. Um, it's a dark lager. John, I think we turned you on to Schwartz beer last year from Devil's Backbone. Mm-hmm. This one's in a similar style um, in a really gorgeous black and gold bottle. It's very festive. You'll see it on all of our holiday displays with Stella Arthois. Um, That one's great. There is also the Christmas IPA from Goose Island. If you like IPAs, that one's a good one. Uh, we just finally got the Bifrost from Elysian, which is kind of a winter warmer style. That one is a sort of... Higher, uh, it's definitely more of a craft drinker's option, but that one's really good. And then uh, Danzig Baltic Porter from Devil's Backbone, which uh, is a winner every year. One of my personal favorites. Again, all dark beers with the exception of the IPA, but they are pretty good. Businesses.
1: Well, I know last week or last month we were talking um, with Devil's Backbone and you were looking forward to the yeah. Baltic Porter.
2: Yeah, that one. That one's a winner every year. And God, it's probably it's third or fourth, maybe even more than that. Uh, year is a seasonal and everybody looks forward to it. If That that was awesome. And then of course, can't forget with the cutwater RTDs are ready to drink cocktails. Talked about it a little bit last time, maybe it was the time for the white Russian. It is white Russian season.
1: I haven't, I've not found it. We'd have talked about it. I, I, I've got to admit I didn't go out and look for it too terribly hard, but, um, the white Russian, you did say that that was, um, something good to drink and try. I've got yeah. to try it.
2: Yeah. You definitely have to get your hands on that one. And then, um, it is also the Cutwater Valley uh, High Holiday uh, Rum Drink that kind of sits on that shelf with, with the eggnogs from some of the old, uh, some of the bigger name liquor companies. Uh, Cutwater also does in one of its liquor bottles, the Valley High Tiki Rum, which is a holiday themed, I, I really don't know how else to explain it other but they help me out here. Kind of like an eggnog style, but it's a rum based holiday drink. Help me out.
0: I think that's exactly you. you
2: cons- <laughs> we're, we're getting super technical over here today. Guys. Yeah. We're getting super technical. That's but fun. Valley High is great too. Um, That one's a, a nice one to throw in a copper mug and over a couple of ice cubes. And that's out of Cutwater too?
1: Yeah, that's from Cutwater too,
2: yeah. And that's in the actual like liquor aisle, so it's not one of the ready-to-drink cocktails. It'll be with all of the other like eggnog type uh, drinks in the liquor aisle.
1: Okay, interesting. I just saw a funny uh... – commercial on i guess facebook or wherever it was with um babe and bud ba- babe and oh, bud light indeed. and then and, and the uh and the clydesdales yeah isn't that cool that that was now now i am i'll show my <laughs> ignorance here the guy that was throwing the cases of babe off of the back of the thing i mean that was hysterical it was like hey yeah. can i get up there and i'm like no okay i get the back was that was that the fat jewish that
2: was the fat jewish that was okay. josh um also known as the fat jewish more commonly known as the fat jewish throwing cases of Babe
1: off the back of it. Okay, yeah, I don't know that I ever had ever seen him, but I knew that he was behind the Babe thing, and uh, I just kind of assumed, because he was, uh, pro- probably portrayed that persona pretty well.
0: Funny, if you've ever seen any of his other stuff. And, and speaking of Babe, I actually did a Babe video, so you got to check that out, John. That.
2: <laughs> oh, we should do that. We should have a link to that. Cassie, can we make that happen, where we link to Bill's Babe video? <laughs>
1: um, John, let me send you a YouTube Now, will my eyes be the same, or is this –
0: I'm not not an attractive person, John, but, yeah, I think your eyes will be fine.
2: Yeah, he's not not quite that over the top, but you get yelled at a lot. It's pretty good.
1: Well, I get yelled at a
2: lot, but you also, as the watcher, get yelled at a
1: lot. Yeah, the babe the babe in the bud that was a very, actually a very funny commercial there. What what's happening for have we heard anything on Super Bowl? I know it's a little bit early and I mean, but who knows when it's going to happen? I mean, I you know or if it's going to happen or
0: Yeah, how you, it's
2: going to happen?
1: Or you mean the Washington football team
0: going to the Super Bowl? Is that what you mean? Jeff?
1: Yeah, it could be. Yeah. You, you you know you know it has been 2020 so I mean <laughs> probably fits yeah, I mean, it's because it's crazy because all these bowl games are being canceled now. You're seeing all these different college bowl games being canceled because the teams are not willing to travel and the COVID protocols and everything else. So I didn't know what They're losing half
2: their teams. Yeah. There's COVID outbreaks and everything
1: else. Um, and, and you know, honestly, I was sitting there, I was talking to somebody at, at Navy Sports, and, and it's like they're not in a bowl this year, but it's... Okay, so right around Christmas time, so you've got to isolate before. So you're missing your family Christmas. You're going into a foreign, or not a foreign, but a different city, and you've got to turn around and, you know, you you get the swag bag. That's great as a player, but you're not getting all the other stuff that is. I know when the Military Bowl comes into Washington and Annapolis, they go to Walter Reed. They go to special tours of different buildings and stuff like that. The dinners and the Medal of Honor winners, and all of that's not happening, and you're sort of stuck in a hotel, and you play a game with nobody in the stadium, and you, you go home. And then you've got to quarantine again because you've been out for, you know, a, a week with this, and I, I just can see how players can be like, yeah, I'll just take the asterisk, you yeah. know, um, it's, it's, it's just crazy. I'm ready for this whole thing to be be over with and done with, and bring on 2021. Hopefully, with the advent of the uh, vaccines, that they'll get out there and be able to get businesses open and people flowing about a little bit more, more safely and everything else. So why are you guys doing virtual samplings and I'm not? Can I come up and like pick up like some samplings? We you you
2: know, we, should get, we should have like a special, um, like a special guest in one of the virtual samplings, Cassie. A John do
1: one. We should do that. That would be fun. You know,
0: Island an Apple's virtual. That's what I've been doing. You know, since I've been talking to these breweries and it's everything's kind of stale. I've been names, and so I got a new name. You ready for it? Mulva. <laughs>
2: Dolores yes. Deloris, <laughs> uh, no. Oh, felt oh very my gosh! Old. Um,
1: what what is up with this? And I know when we got some notes about what we needed to talk about, and this none of these words seem to be should be put together as as far as I am looking. But Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Those all belong together. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're. <laughs> it's just like a word jumble here. What is What is, what what is the story with... I mean, Mick Ultra, I know, is great. That's a good beer for me right now. I'm on this low-carb <laughs> kick because it has next to no carbs and uh, low calories. But what is, uh, the or, or, seltzer. what is the organic seltzer?
2: It's exactly what it sounds like. So on the heels of the success of Michelob Ultra and Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, which is the organic uh, beer in its most organic form, uh, that line from Nickelode Ultra, They have decided to get into the seltzer game and brought a low-calorie, a USDA-certified organic. Uh, I think it's the first one on the market. Don't quote me on that, but I think that it is. Uh, First USDA organic seltzer on the market from the Michelob Ultra line. Uh, It's going to have one variety pack to start, and then we'll have a second variety pack very quickly on its heels. And it is probably the biggest bet for us in 2021. It is the biggest focus that we have right now from that
1: portfolio. What are the flavors? Do you know?
2: Uh, flavors that we have, Cassie, help me out here. Do you have that one in front of you?
1: And when would There's this like be available? Is spicy this-
2: pineapple. Hang on. I'll pull it.
3: Cucumber, lime, peach, pear, and spicy pineapple. There you go. He's
1: got it. Interesting. They're getting some some unique flavors there.
2: Yeah, so they took a lot of the um, the seltzer trends from other brands and looked at a lot of what was successful and then what the gaps were um, in talking to focus groups and things like that as to what they wanted to see. And, you know, the seltzer game has evolved so much now that people are getting crazier with flavors. And if you're going to do an organic seltzer, you might as well do it with, with flavors that people like and that stand out and that, you know, bring something a little different to the table. How many more grapefruit seltzers do we really need, you know?
1: Yeah, True. When now when is this going to be available or is it available now?
2: January, very first of January. Um okay. so right around the new year. It will be hitting shelves.
1: Will it be a big festive winter drink? Or is it more geared towards spring and summer?
2: Seltzer huh? a round drink, so I think it'll be a I think it'll go out with a bang.
3: I don't okay. know. That I cucumber like lime. And... the cucumber lime really speaks spring to me. It was good, but uh I might have added a few jalapenos to the
1: it. <laughs> you know what Cucumber Line says to me? It says St. John's and Annapolis croquet. Oh, yes. yeah. That sounds like, you know, I, I can picture people running around in like Lily Pulitzer dresses and drinking Cucumber Line seltzers.
2: Cucumber Line seltzers. Well, you know, and with the first of the year, I imagine after all of us got COVID Bob this year. That uh, with New Year's will come resolutions to, to remedy that. So also a
1: good opportunity for seltzer. That's true. It sounds very fancy. Do you have to like put your pinky up and stuff like that when you drink it? Uh, yes, I'm drinking no. it. Not than you in, to drink an, pickle of ultra ultra organic seltzer. <laughs> not any more
2: than you have to to drink ultra.
1: <laughs> well, so what do you guys got going on for Christmas or or, say, or, or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever you're celebrating?
0: I have movie. What? deduction you heard about this it's by you remember mario lopez from saved by the bell yeah he plays colonel sanders like as a steamy colonel sanders on lifetime and uh i can't wait to watch it it's gonna be (laughs) be fantastic it's
2: it's, wait are you being uh, serious right now
0: yes i'm being serious it's on lifetime and uh I I celebrate the entire catalog. I'm I'm totally gonna watch this.
2: You know, I I guess well now I'm gonna have to watch that because yeah. I can't let that one slip through the cracks. I guess my Christmas plans is <laughs> a Can't let that slip through the cracks without be able to see that. Um, uh, right. you know, I I don't really have a whole lot. I think it's gonna be a pretty quiet Christmas for everybody. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. I mean, I had my, my daughter came up from North Carolina for Thanksgiving and we had a real low key just sort of just our family Thanksgiving, and she can't get back up for Christmas. And I probably don't know that I, I love her and would like her to be, but I don't know that it makes sense for her to come back up from North Carolina. So, so I don't know really what we're, we're doing. My daughter will come in from Washington, and, uh, I, and my son down from Towson. I think we'll just sort of chill out, have a, either a breakfast or a dinner, and do some gifts and call it another day, which is sort of sad. It is. I think
2: that's going to be everybody's this year, though my parents usually host my whole family at Christmas and there's a lot of us and just can't like, we just can't like the extended family coming from all over. Like it just doesn't work. So I think it's going to be uh, a pretty quiet one.
1: It's payback for all those years. I was a Grinch and going like, Oh company, get them a hotel. I don't want them in my house. <laughs> now now, now I'm alone in my house and just begging for somebody to come in
2: for months and months and months on
1: That's true. Well, hopefully 2021 is going to be much better for everybody. It has to be. I know I was talking to John O'Leary not too long ago, and he says his New Year's Eve resolution or his wish would be, his Christmas wish would be to be the first event to come back online in a post-COVID world, Which, uh, because he pretty much closed out the events with the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Annapolis last March, and um, he would love to bring it back.
2: It's crazy to think about. We are three months away from St. Patrick's
1: Oh, well, I know. What was it? There, there was something I saw oh, I, on my Facebook um, memories was coming up and it was talking about the uh, Annapolis Film Festival, which is end of March, April ish um, or maybe end of February, April or February, March. And I'm like they, they revealed their poster and their theme and stuff for the, last year, which didn't happen this time last year. And I'm like, wow, it's been a whole year. It's just been totally well,
3: and John too. The last event we did, wildly successful, was the Shamrock Stroll too. That was the same weekend as the parade.
1: Yes, yep. And that was like your. That was like the seventh Shamrock Stroll or eighth. Oh, it was. How long have I been here? That was. That was. That. Those. Those Shamrock Strolls are awesome, Uh, and and I'm I'm knocking on wood that that can happen again this year because I mean you you always start out down on Dock Street and uh, work your way up the hill and. You know, it's it's an uphill climb.
3: We're putting together a couple of virtual esque ideas um, and ways that we will then give back to the restaurants that to have participated in the past. So we're going to figure out something. If we can't all be downtown uh, wearing our green, we're certainly going to wear it at home, and we're going to help help those restaurants. So stay stay tuned for another great
1: program. And the thing that really sort of gets me is that a lot of these restaurants went to extreme expense to make sure that it's safe. I mean, their employees are wiping down the tables and they're spritzing and they're spraying and they're scrubbing. Uh, Some of them have the chemical things going on that are spewing in the air. Others have put stuff in the air ducts and that's not happening in Home Depots and Walmarts and and everything else. So, you know, I you know, I mean, if, when you say that the biggest spreader is in a house with small groups and stuff like that, then let's punish the restaurants. That makes no sense to me.
2: Let's just be better people. Could we just, we just follow add- the recommendations and, and not ruin it for the restaurants that have, invest, like you said, invested so, so much in trying to stay open?
0: Yeah. Just to add to that, if you look at, like, the science on it, right, and I'm not trying to get all the in that, but, like, if you look at Phil Murphy – in New Jersey and him eating in restaurants without a mask on and Gavin Newsom doing the same thing with a large crowd. You got to look at the people who who are getting hurt by this and the people who are trying to make a living and that's infuriating to me to see that. And then to come out and preach about the science when they're not doing it themselves. So you got to practice what you preach and a lot of these people are doing that.
1: No, they're not. And and I feel so bad for the service employees, the the servers and the the barbacks and just everybody else that's involved in this because they're not making that much money certainly they they have not been for the last 10 months and you know a couple of weeks before the holidays makes you know it's it's just horrible i know we with liquefied creative we launched a thing called com back in march and we resurrected it a couple of days ago where you can go online search for a server or a restaurant if you just want to tip somebody out at the restaurant and you through Venmo cash app or PayPal send five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks to your favorite server. It goes right to them through their, to their thing to hopefully make it, you know, a little bit better. And I mean, it's certainly not going to replace any kind of lost income, but it might, you know, it might, it might help. It
2: helps float them just a little bit longer than it's every bit helps. It's so worth it. I mean, Bill and I both have restaurant industry in our background and I can't imagine going through that right now. I really can't. I mean, it's, it's heartbreaking.
0: It really is.
1: Well, I, I was talking to Dick Franio a while ago, and he said that most of his um, employees or a lot of his employees are, I don't know whether it's by nature or whatever, but single parents. And, you know, so this is, you know, I am the chief cook, bottle washer, bread maker, breadwinner and everything else. And, you know, here I am two weeks before the holiday. You know, how do I a, buy gifts for my kids? How do I pay for them if I've already bought them? You know when will I when will I be able to pay the rent? When will we pay the mortgage, the car payment, whatever else might be coming due?
0: Well, I think it goes down to the point where if you know you're going to get a paycheck, like you know, and and some of these people do know that because it's issued by the government, and then some people have to work and and get it from a restaurant. It's a completely different thing, right? It's it's one thing to set standards for yourself, and it's another thing to tell people and impose standards on other mm-hmm. people. I think that it's one of those things, like you said, though. If you can go to Home Depot and if you can go to other places that, you know, that's allowed, but you can't go get a hamburger and sit and sit outside. For me, I I just, you know, everybody says science, 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 show me the science. So, you know, there it is.
1: I agree. All right. Well, let's um, let's wrap it up here. I mean, this is going to be a short one because there's not a whole lot going on. There usually is an awful lot going on in December. But thanks, COVID, we're here again, but we're leading into Christmas. And I wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah or a Kwanzaa or Festivus for the rest of us or whatever it may be that you're celebrating and a Happy New Year. And I hope that we get back together again on early January with some much better news uh, about 2021. Because I mean, we're going to have at that point, we're going to have what, uh, about a month of a month of the vaccines moving around. And hopefully that should be able to at least move the needle a little bit in the better direction than it has been going.
2: At the very least, I hope that we just have some things to come, some things on the horizon to talk about and, and to get excited about again. Cause I think we're long overdue for things to be excited about.
1: I am, I am waiting for the day where we can sit in a bar and look at each other in the face and clink glasses together and go, Oh my gosh. Do you remember 2020?
3: I don't remember clinking glasses and
2: sitting in a bar with people anymore. So. <laughs> I
3: welcome
1: that. I I welcome that. Hey, Cassie, did we miss anything?
3: No, I think you covered it.
1: All right. Well, you want to get on to militarybowl.org slash parade if you want to jump in on that. But you want to tune in on the 27th, and that'll be on the Military Bowl's Facebook page and YouTube channels. And I'm sure everybody will be sharing it, that virtual Clydesdale parade or virtual Military Bowl parade led by the famous Budweiser Clydesdales. Who's your hero? Get your nominations. They're still open. So if you, you've got a hero in your life, doesn't have to be military, submit that and you could win the Ultimate Bud Light Tailgate Contest. Uh, and Cassie will come over in an elf costume on Christmas Eve and deliver it for you right in your driveway. Socially distanced, of course. And uh, in January, look for this Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer where you don't need to lift your pinky to drink it. All right, guys. Hey, have a very Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. Be safe, and um, we're going we're to be clinking those glasses soon. Take
0: it easy, John. Thank, Thank you. Luck. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Have a
3: great John.
0: Afternoon. This crab cake has been brought to you by The Maryland Crabs. Full episodes release every Thursday at noon. Please make sure you subscribe and visit us online at the